Hello, everyone, and welcome to our creativity and cosplay panel. We've brought together some amazing cosplayers um, to inspire and empower the community and get some tips too. Uh, we'll be taking uh, talk, taking. <laughs> we'll be talking about each panelist, um, talking to each panelist about their journey into cosplay, how they've been managing their craft during 2020, and what people have been working on. For anyone who is new to us, Gamepad is our community gaming event promoting inclusion and diversity in the games industry, plus providing young people with work experience opportunity opportunities as they make their way into the a video games career uh, we launched on online experience in 2020 and this year launched our studio 77 membership which gives exclusive access to gamepad events and content across the Mayamada universe Content like this interview will be available to Studio 77 members after it disappears from Twitch VODs. Um, so today we have with us um, Kalika. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Um, we also have Amian. Welcome. I did pronounce Hi. that right, didn't I? Uh, it's Amihan, but I, I understand. Ami okay, like okay. I apologize. <laughs> um, and Katia, welcome. Hello. Thank you. Hello, everyone. So we have some awesome folks with us today. And yeah, welcome everyone in chat as well. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, the Summer Gamepad online event is coming to you on Saturday, the 10th of July. Tickets are free and available now. We've got game streaming, interviews, panels, um, and team spots are open to take part in the Friendly Fire competition for a chance to win some super cool prizes. So we're kind of following on from some of our previous conversations that we do have here on the My Matter channel. Uh, we previously spoke about video games and well-being, which you can check on YouTube. Now, we covered a lot of areas in that, but we wanted to get behind what it's like for cosplayers in current times and looking forward, like, how's it going to look? <laughs> but we want to start off uh, by finding a bit about everyone's journeys into cosplaying. So I'm going to ask Kalika first. Um, how did you get started? 2009, I walked into a convention that my friend invited me to and just saw people dressed up and was like, this is a thing that happens. People dress up and in public. And I already knew how to sew. So it was like, I can actually put a skill that I know to use doing something that looks really, really fun. So it was just kind of a random like, what is this place filled with magic and wonder kind of thing and learning how to like be a part of the crowd and have fun. Awesome. I love that. Just like, wow, this is incredible. Let me, let me in. <laughs> let me be part of that. Um, and like, how do you feel looking about looking back at your first ever cosplay? It, I don't want to say it was bad. Obviously, everyone has to learn. But I am happy that now, because my first cosplay was Pinino from Full Metal Alchemist, the very first version of Full Metal before Brotherhood. And looking back at it now, I'm happy that I've come to a point where I'm like, I don't have to just cosplay a specific type of character to look like them 
because that's the mindset I was in when I first started. I was like, I have three characters to choose from Paninia, Yoriichi, and like one other. So I have to pick those ones only. So I'm happy that I've grown from that. But it was a it was a rough cosplay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people can get stuck in that. Like you have to cosplay someone like specific like you can only cosplay these people and it's like no you can cosplay whoever you want it's fine it's cosplay (laughs) it's good to get over that yeah definitely um and what about you amian so i like i think it was like around the same time for me actually like i was i had middle school i was like oh conventions Ooh, ah Mm. and so this is this is also like around the time where like the resources for cosplay kind of started popping up but like there weren't like they were still like it wasn't as readily available as it was now so like my first cosplay was kind of like makeshift hodgepodge um lena lee from d gray man and i don't think it was i was like a baby so i don't think it was terrible for you know a baby to be dressed up like that and like i actually you know lena lee doesn't really look like me but i was still kind of like i'll dress up as this character and you know it's it was it was a good time that was the first time i ever cosplayed but i didn't ever seriously do it until like seriously but like i didn't like actually think about it as like a thing I did often until college so yeah that's cool and Katia I know we've we if anyone watched Gamepad online uh they would all (laughs) yeah all the (laughs) all the uh video that um we posted will have seen it but um for everyone that has not seen that katia let, let us know a bit about your stuff <laughs> <The> cosplay journey <laughs> uh, i think i started in 2014 and my first cosplay was daenerys targaryen uh in her dothraki outfit um my friend was like oh my gosh this is a convention you'll love it like you're a nerd it's everyone's like you i went there and I literally i was the same i was like what <laughs> That is so cool. Um, And it was held together by safety pins. I didn't know how to sew. I didn't know how to do anything. So it was just 100% safety pinned. And I was like, I feel awesome. (laughs) Um, But looking back, I was like, so bad. Like my top popped off. Like it really was not the best scenario. Um, But it was fun. Like it was really, really fun. So that's baby Katia. She was born in the Dracaris egg. (laughs) love that so so cool um (laughs) amian um you're you're a dungeons and dragons player correct yeah nice (laughs) um does that influence your cosplay at all or vice versa yeah it it has a lot recently as i've started playing it i'm actually i'm cosplaying somebody else's character I'm critical roles ethic, um, but without like the ears. So, because I couldn't, you know. But like, that's great. Yeah, just under um, your headphones, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe somebody should invent elf ear headphones. Just saying. oh my gosh, um, that would be amazing. <laughs> Get on that. <laughs> but yeah, so I think it's it's kind of helped me, I guess, 
personally, when I make my own characters, I like to dress up as my own characters. It kind of gives me that freedom to kind of do what I want without worrying about, I guess, the accuracy. Even though, like, you know, it's 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 something that, like, in cosplay, you, you do kind of worry about the accuracy of it. It doesn't, like, and how it's going to be, like, received, I guess. Um, but you're kind of allowed to be really creative with that. So I've kind of taken a liking to cosplaying more original characters of, of my creation or somebody else's creation in this particular example, because it's like you can kind of bring your own interpretation to it. And that's that just gives you more wiggle room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely get that. Yeah, I feel like you've always got in the back of your head, even if you're like, I know it doesn't matter. Accuracy does not matter when it's constantly like people are constantly saying like, oh, my God, this is not accurate. It can always, it creeps in, it creeps in, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, that's, I love that you you like use that to give you that that creative freedom and really like dive in that must be so interesting uh play i mean just dungeons and dragons is cool but let alone then cosplaying the role that you've created yeah that's very cool um i'm gonna give this one to katya but if anyone also has an answer feel free to pipe in but i want to know some of your cosplaying success stories and Yeah, and if there's anything, but yes, yes, um, and then if there's anything you're good at now that you had to really, really try for in the beginning, oh gosh, yeah, with success stories, I think we all start out where like we know the whole cosplay because we've been throughout the whole journey of it, we've seen it look bad and slowly progress, so I think. Especially like with my Harley Quinn play arts Kai, it's based on a, a figurine and I had to bring that to life. And it was like, oh my, it was really, really hard. And I did it in two weeks. So it was like the pressure of just trying to get it. And I'm such a sucker for accuracy. I'm like, it has to be perfect. <laughs> like no one's going to see, no one's going to know, but it's it's all in your mind. And it's that was really difficult, like staying up to 7 a.m. in the morning of the day of con, having like a two hour nap and then going to con. I was like, hi, guys, <laughs> I didn't sleep. But it was it was really difficult. And it's something that you took a while to get over. And last year I made it into the finalists of the UOCC championships, which was an amazing to come from yeah, this little baby who safety pinned all her stuff to um, being a finalist in the competition, which was so awesome. So I think that was a huge motivation boost as well. Definitely. And I really sucked at patterns like patterns because it's the first thing you have to do yeah am I right like it's just (laughs) the worst thing you're like anything starting a cosplay is the hardest thing to do you just have all these ideas but you're like "Mm." and then patterning oh my it's it's a mathematical situation as well so that's definitely something that I've gotten so much better in I still don't like it but (laughs) (laughs) I like it now kind (laughs) of well massive congratulations thank on becoming you. a finalist like thank you <laughs> um, yeah I, I don't know if anyone else wanted to answer that question yeah. struggles struggles I mean, like Shut for me I didn't I didn't do makeup at all when I first started doing cosplay so now getting into it I'm proud that I can do makeup and like doing face painting and things like that that when I was a baby cosplayer was like I don't like makeup I'm not touching it which of course 
you don't have to, but then after getting into it, it was like, you know what? I actually like the improvements and what this looks like. And it looks a lot better. And I too do competitions. So like it, when con season is going, getting further and further and going from being beginner winner to like journeyman getting up there is like really, you know, prideful and cool. <laughs> Love that. Uh, I don't really have much to add. It's just kind of like the same thing. Yeah. Um, and do any of you have any characters you keep coming back to? And what draws you to that cosplay character? For me, I guess recently, I think my I've been kind of I guess this can be like also in relation to another question, like I remember reading, but like I have been reposting a lot of my pictures, but the one cosplay that I wear the most. Um, I, I'll say top three is Isabella from Dragon Age 2 I'm always posting her or cosplaying her um, and then there's Rapunzel from Disney and then I think the last one that I I want to revisit it more I want to wear it very often um, is Entrapta from Shira. oh love that and they all look so good I love seeing your post. Thank you. Oh. Okay. (laughs) If I did a top three, it's Isabel from Animal Crossing. Uh, Ever since I started doing morning reports and it just seeing people feel happy seeing them, I always tend to go back to the cosplays that make people feel better and smile because we need joy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Absolutely love that. Inko. From Hero Academia, uh, I go back to mom characters a lot, <laughs> and then like Mitsuki Bakugo, do it. <laughs> um, it's it's like on that list of more moms that I need to do. <laughs> mom goals. <laughs> so like those are like I can't even think of a third, but those are the top two I go to a lot. Yeah, I mean I love your reason for always going to Isabella. It's just like so sweet. Yeah, yeah, happiness. I mean, that's that's the real reason why we tend to revisit them. It's just like, oh, that's made people really happy and people react really positively. So I definitely agree with that. Um, it's funny because I actually don't revisit any of my <laughs> I'm more like, oh, I did that. Let's move on. Um, it's like it's old news to me. I'm like, I need to keep making more content, more stuff. But I think Wonder Woman, obviously, I mean, she's just a queen and like people love her. Like when you go to when I go to con, it's like people love her on another level. There's just a completely different vibe. And these kids, you know, I get messages from mom being like, my son couldn't talk about how he met Wonder Woman all day. (laughs) It's just so like hits you in the feels. And it's really, really, really nice. And yeah, give me some villains. Like I love any kind of villain. I'm like, I'm going to revisit that because I like how it feels. <laughs> like the power. I like the power. <laughs> yeah. Oh, of course. Kalika, this one's for you. As an experienced cosplayer, how did you network and make friends within the other community? It's funny because I'm actually like ridiculously shy. But um, I, a lot of times going to cons, uh, I also ran an art booth. So people would come to me to buy buttons and things. And from there, when people talk to me first, I get friendly. So if they're like, I really like this button from the series, I'd be like, really, I love that series. Who's your favorite character? And just kind of start talking. And I feel like it's both business practice and being friendly because 
I want you to stay, but also I really am interested in, you know, networking and being friends. And then through online, like, honestly, people talk to me first and I'm just like, so you like Animal Crossing too? It's your island. Can we hang out? (laughs) (laughs) And just slowly, just, you know, finding the interests and talking a little bit, but like a lot, I'm not going to lie. A lot of times people will talk to me first when they see that we have very similar interests and then I'm better at keeping the conversation going than I am approaching people first. (laughs) Cool. I mean, at least you um, have that, the skill to keep it going. So I know like, (laughs) I'm, I'm really good at starting the conversation. Terrible at keeping it going. a hard thing to do yeah i think it's uh, uh making friends uh going to conventions exactly the same as you you know you'd see someone from a series that you like and you're like oh it's almost like an instant connection you're just like oh, did you love that character did you remember when they did this and it was just you just have an automatic and then i get really hype and then i can't stop talking <laughs> so it's just more yeah and then it's just instant friends and i love how in cosplay it's so easy to make friends like most of my friends are cosplayers and then you go into the real world and you're like this is a hard thing it's very hard to make friends in in life (laughs) and then when you find out someone's a you know a geek or a nerd and you're like oh my gosh you like that dude (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I definitely think it's like you all you go in already automatically having something in common so it makes it quite easy it's even more intense when they're doing something from a series that is so underground or like just you oh know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then you're like, like we have <gasps> something major. <laughs> yeah. It's always a great feeling. That is the, the best when you're like, this anime that like no one else yeah. is there. Oh, and you're just there and you're like, and everyone else is there. Like, oh. I thought what? I was the only one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like, a little bit hard for me to make friends primarily because I'm I'm neurodivergent and it's like I kind of don't like eye contact it's very hard for me to do in real life like but when I'm in a costume it's a little bit better because I'm like another person I don't know how to like describe that but yeah uh like it's very easy to make friends over the the interests that you share and oftentimes you know, again, because I'm neurodivergent, that's like something I can have a conversation about for hours. So it's easy for me to make a lot of friends at conventions because I'm sure there's like other neurodivergent people like in the crowd there too. And like there's, it's just a nice, I don't know, environment to make friends in. Um, it's it's a little bit more difficult on the internet because like you can't just go to somebody's DMs like all of a sudden. But like, <sighs> I, I don't it's like in real life you can just be like oh hey i like that character or like that's like i didn't know anybody would cosplay from this so do you find it easier to um make friends at conventions and then any like in any other environment Uh, that's like it's like a give or take i like sometimes i'm like my social battery gets like drained very easily but like it's easier to make friends there than it was to like do that at school like or like in college because I at least at least I know I have something in common with you um it's it's a lot similar since there's like a bunch of people in the same area that are all like nerds basically it's pretty much like internet without the barrier like the barrier of the internet to me that's how I see it so 
Yeah, totally understand that. I definitely think conventions are way easier at making friends than school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Like, everyone's so much more open to making a connection, right? We're going to go into some challenges and advice questions. But just want to remind anyone that's watching that you can send in your questions over chat. We also have the Gamepad Discord that you can join. And, you know, we're active over there as well. So, yeah, we want to we wanna know a bit more about some of the challenges and advice that you have for people. Obviously, at the moment, you know, a lot of stuff at home, we don't really have conventions to go, go to. So what are people working on cosplay-wise at the moment? And does anyone have any work that's in progress at the moment that you want to share with us? I'm trying to do Isabel's green dress soon from like her little cutesy dress up tea party looking dress i don't know i kind of just pick stuff at right it's like throwing darts at a dartboard for me a lot of times <laughs> i'll be like i i feel like being a guy today i feel like being cute i don't know whatever happens happens you know yeah cool what about um you Amon? Okay, this is this is the costume I have a work in progress. I decided I would just test it out today because why not? <laughs> yeah, I haven't been able to really work on any cosplay for like an entire year, basically, for a lot of like personal reasons, um, which if people here follow me, they understand. So now I'm starting to like pick up the hobby back up um and i think essek from critical role is going to be the the first like cosplay i actually kind of make myself um in a year so yeah cool well glad glad that you're you're back to to get back into your hobby and something that you love yeah welcome back yeah it's always okay to take a break when you need to right oh yeah Oh yeah, especially like with the pandemic, it's it's like it's a pandemic, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it's it's horrible, and I was so motivated, and then the pandemic hit, and like I barely made anything. Like it just completely dropped because I spent three months making my headhunter Caitlin for a competition, um, and then I just got <laughs> then I just got burnt out, and I was like, nah, uh, you know. It's just when it's just so mentally draining and then, you know, you see everyone on Instagram, like we finally have this time. We cosplayers always complain that we don't have enough time. And then suddenly a pandemic comes and we have all the time in the world and we're like, well, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I would have I the time and no motive though. <laughs> Motivation is right. like here, money is like here, and you're just like, this is not going to go well. Uh, but I admire people who can, who did well over the pandemic cosplay-wise. I'm like, oh, man, that's really cool. Um, just doing a lot of cos tests. And then when you were said, oh, if you have anything to show, it's like, I have a pauldron pattern. Something. <laughs> it's something. Progress. I'm starting. <laughs> I started that like five months ago. Yeah, it's not finished. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be time. But, you know, we'll get there, guys. We'll get there. <laughs> like, definitely. Uh... It's a challenge because even if you think, yeah, I go all the time in the world, I find like even oh. materials, if you're someone that likes to buy materials physically and see them before. Yeah, I like that touch them. them. That was yeah. hard. Yeah. 
I was like, yeah, I don't want to buy anything online. I've had such bad experience with <laughs> buying material online. Like, I know, it's yeah. like, I want to touch the fabric. Yeah. And then you order it, and you're like, what? <laughs> Square? That does not match. Nah, I know. I missed shopping in person. That was a big loss. Yeah. As a quick side note, when you say head headhunter Caitlin, you mean League of Legends, right? Yes. Oh yeah, my gosh, see? It. You know that's another, <laughs> yeah, that's another one of those, oh, I know what that is, and I never see League of Legends cosplayers, like, near That's amazing. Zone, like, yeah, I actually have the little uh, head thing here, which uh, turns ah, on. Ooh. It, like, goes on the head. Yeah, that was so a hard-ass cosplay, that. but that was awesome. I'm glad you know it. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. She's awesome, like Sniper. One of my main players. Yeah, she's so cool. I love her. See, it feels like a convention already. (laughs) We're living the life. (laughs) Yeah, we sort of talk about, briefly spoke about skills earlier, but are there any skills and experience you brought from uh, your non-cosplay life slash work and that's helped you as a cosplayer? knowing how to sew before I even got into cosplay it was just kind of like a family tradition thing like my mom taught me how to sew to patch up stuff and everything and then I decided when I was younger because we couldn't really afford getting too many toys I started making dolls out of socks and stuff so I just kind of played around like that and I had like a little bunny and then going from there and going well I already have pieces of things that I can turn into other stuff so why not you know Uh, that's cool I always like I'm a bit jealous of people that like have sewing as like a skill they learned growing up. <laughs> it's so hard to learn as an adult. Like, I'm still learning, but like, yeah, <laughs> basic skills and then trying to advance that through cosplay. Absolutely. Like, I like my my grandmother sewed and, and like she helped me with my first cosplay, and then it kind of made me want to learn um, as an adult. And so I've I haven't like. I wouldn't consider my work, like, the best or anything. It's not, like... It's, like, it's fine. Like, it is fine. Like, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but, like... Something, I guess, that has helped me is, like... I'm pretty good at art, if I do say so myself. I've, I've been an artist. Um, that's I was an artist before I was a cosplayer. And I guess that kind of hand control has allowed me to do makeup. But also, like... I guess when it comes to like designing things or drawing out patterns, which may be like a hassle, it's still a hassle, a headache to kind of figure out. I just can, I can kind of put together in my brain how something will be mapped out in my head and I can draw that. So that kind of helps. So I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to embarrass you, but you're downplaying your work so much. You are fantastic. <laughs> And you're a great artist, you're a great seamstress, like, your work looks so good, and you're just like, I don't know, I'm kind of, no, I've been watching your work, it's good. <laughs> Thank you. I it's appreciate amazing. that. <laughs> and how well blended that makeup is, like, I know right? how difficult it is with colored, um, with, oh my, so hard, so hard, <laughs> and it's just, like, flawless. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that a lot, like, sorry if I do that a lot i'm just kind of like imposter syndrome no i get it that's like happens to the best of us the least i can do is hype you up because i've been following your work for a while and it's it's amazing that means a lot (laughs) (laughs) love it i'm all here for this support like (laughs) (laughs) thank you yeah uh katia did you have any 
Oh, uh, yeah. So I work in the film industry and TV, so it's nothing fancy. It's like the location department. It's not that interesting. Um, but like when I'm on... Uh, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Yeah. So when I'm on set, I might like steal a little bit of the lighting guy's like uh, colored tape so that I can put it on my lights for my own photography. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I might just like take little random clips and stuff I find at work um, to help with like photography stuff. But that's, uh, I guess, because sometimes they know I'm a cosplayer and then they're like, we need another shirt. You, you can do it because <laughs> you're the cosplayer. And I'm like, uh, crap. Um, no. <laughs> so they always turn to you or like, hey, I I have a hole in my shirt. Can you sew it? And I'm like, I'm not here for this. You know, <laughs> this is not my job here. This is not my job. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of cool that people at work know that you're a cosplayer as well. Though. Yeah, they're like, oh, Wonder Woman! And I'm like, okay, you need to <laughs> stop being so... <laughs> No. I mean, it'd be quite funny if you worked on Wonder Woman. I know, um, and I know so many people who did. So it's uh, a <laughs> yeah. I did. <laughs> yeah, that would've been so cool. Um, and Amihan, uh, you're quite open about autism and ADHD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How has talking about your experience impact you as a cosplayer? Well, a fun facts. I didn't know I was neurodivergent until like the middle of last year. So I've been kind of walking around undiagnosed. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, you know, important to open a dialogue about like mental health and neurodivergency on social media because it's recently become something that like has gotten more research, I guess. And so that can explain like a lot of my. Some it's it's called um hyperfixation for like ADHD and um for autism it's called like like special interest like a lot of those things and symptoms can intersect and like I think it's important because like neurodivergency doesn't look like one particular way like obviously people think due to stigma and like the media that like you have to look or act a specific way to have these things which isn't true and it's a lot of the research has been like focused on one specific population and if we're going to be like really honest here it's been focused on like you know white males and not really people of color let alone women or people who are bit non-men but like it's it's just something I think that can explain a lot of like people's attachments to things, to characters, to cosplaying something. There's there are a lot of neurodivergent people in the cosplay community. Like I like <laughs> like usually whenever I meet somebody, they're like, oh, I have this or I have that or I have that. I'm like, oh, that makes like a lot of sense. Like we're all kind of drawn to like something that like brings us happiness and brings us we can I guess we can kind of like call it like an in, we have an interest-based attention span although I don't want to like say that anything we can't focus on isn't interesting it's like it's it's more like attention whatever your attention can like be onto or focus on like you kind of put your all into that so like with this like I will put all of my effort into this or all of my effort into my art so I think that 
while it has given me trouble at some point, like sometimes I would focus on it to the point that it would like actually hurt me, like staying up all night to work on a costume, like not getting any sleep, messing up every like my environment. Like, you know, I'm not like I am kind of a messy person because my neurodivergency and like, you know, that would often come to the, like the detriment of not only myself, but the other people around me. So like, you know, sometimes it can be a bad thing, but sometimes if you can like be aware of these things, like it can be a good thing you can use to your advantage, I suppose. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to throw this to Kalika, but also again, anyone feel free to also add your web. Uh, what's your process when sourcing cosplay and materials on a budget? Uh, more recently, Amazon, honestly. Uh, I try my best to look through my own closet and try to find stuff that I can just kind of put together and figure it out. But I think even due to the, the pandemic and other things, I've been more okay with like closet cosplaying or being like, well, if I can find like this is a Deku jacket, it's not his actual hero uniform. And that's enough, you know? And not having to treat everything like it has to be 1000% or it's not good enough. So I've had to teach myself over the pandemic and recently that going to Amazon to get a $3 t-shirt to paint a logo on is okay. You know, going into my closet and finding a shirt that I used for Isabel, but also using it for someone else is okay. I don't have to keep like, buying everything out though I still do have a problem with it <laughs> I like to fold all my cosplays in their own neat packages and going this is for this character it's not for anyone else so now I've started to dive into like other characters like repertoires and going okay I can use this from this and this from this to kind of stay within not overspending or being fixated on making sure it's perfect so like Amazon or even I used to go thrifting all the time at Goodwills and stuff. But since the pandemic, I've been more, OK, I already know I went thrifting for all these things. What can I use from these things for these th these other pieces, too? So I don't spend too much, you know. Love thrifting. <laughs> That's fun. Sort of like the charity shops have just sort of like opened up. Oh, here, And there's like three <laughs> new ones. And I was like. Oh, and I'm like, I don't even have a closet right now. I cannot go I and buy more clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not. Lucky I don't go out too much, so it's like, it's not there. But um. yeah. temptation. <laughs> yeah. Like you'll yeah. come across something. You're like, oh, that dress would be perfect for like Jessica Rabbit. She's not on my list, but that's cool. And then you're like, ah, I didn't plan on cosplaying these five characters, but you know, <laughs> but it's here, so <laughs> take advantage. Um, yeah, does anyone else have any like tips or tricks that they use? I feel like uh, they covered it pretty pretty well. I do similar things. Cool, uh, cool. You, you did cover it really well. That's exactly what we do. And you'd be surprised how many characters use fingerless gloves. So <laughs> it's like I have the same black fingerless gloves and I use it for so many characters. And it's just get yourself some staple pieces, like yeah. simple black, white tops, you know, that kind of thing. And like you said, it's okay to to reuse things because I was the same. I was like, no, this wig is for this character. And you buy another wig that looks exactly the same when you could just use the yeah. other one. So now yes. I've just used that same wig and then transformed it every time. It's a bit more laborious, but it's um it's a lot better if you're on a budget. You surprise how much you start to resource when you run out of space. That's exactly it. You look at your space and you're like, I can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> I, 
just everybody should keep like a white Victorian-esque pirate shirt on them. It could work yes. for so many characters. That is so essential. Oh so my god. Many. I need to get myself one. one. Yes. Swords, guns. <laughs> so like on that note, free essential cosplay, like essential items you would suggest for someone cosplaying to have. I would say a, sh- a, sh- a short black wig because almost like like there's hundreds of characters with just the short cut black wig you know the the white shirt black shirt like tanker like t-shirt because you could always do a casual and or it goes under jackets kind of thing maybe even a short white wig (laughs) that's also very common in anime yes Mm -hmm. um i i mean uh honestly eyeliner oh yeah you could just you can make so many things happen with your eyeballs (laughs) it's very true yeah i like eyeballs Uh, that's all i would really recommend Mm. as an essential i'm I'm gonna go from a crafting point of view i'm gonna say uh contact cement uh do not use i I wouldn't recommend hot glue unless it's it's for like design or, or like quick fixes and stuff but contact cement glue is is pretty essential and it will hold Get yourself some Velcro. Everything I have and own, all armor pieces are on via Velcro. I know, because I, I don't really like any other method. I mean, saying that, like, I have my Ari wig here. And, like, Ooh. this is, uh-huh, this is, like, magnets. Ah. So oh, I love it makes that. it quick and easy. If you guys like magnets, then that's something that's really easy to use. And sharp blades. Always sharpen your blades. You can get, like, a, a grinding stone. Um, to stop the wastage of blades if you want. So I would say those will be my preferred crafting items. We'll save that. We'll just take that away. Yeah, some uh-huh. good good tips there. <laughs> Thinking from a makeup point of view, like you said, eyeliner, you can maybe get one basic, like, full-color palette. Like, I know NYX yeah. have one, ColourPop has one that has, like, yeah, all the yourself. colors. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. maybe one small palette of face paint in case you want to dive into like right. just making even designs and stuff on your face yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. just right like connected to that get like sealant baby powder yeah. for this because yeah. you know what you don't want to be that off. person that hugs somebody just... else and then gets it all over their costume you don't want to do that mm-hmm. yes yeah very okay, good okay. i've never done any like face painting uh in public by good tip i like that yeah i'm always getting all over myself on my headphones so (laughs) yeah maybe i need to use that one (laughs) yeah yes sealant spray cool and then one one more like challenges and advice question uh this one i'm going to ask katya the production quality and editing of your photos are incredible do you edit them yourself or is it done by a photographer Oh, so over the pandemic, it's been me and my mom that go into my garden and she will take the photos for me and then I'll edit them. So um, use the people around you. That, that's what I've been doing, like especially pandemic. And I was so surprised. The, the quality that you can get from home, you think, oh, no, you know, a photographer's not taking them. They're not going to be any good. Um, 
but no, no, no. Like, I give it a go. Like, I did, like, I know Cruella's coming out, so I did uh, some more shots of that that's coming. And that was a closet cosplay. Everything I had already. Didn't buy anything apart from, like, the wig. And you just go and you're just like, hey, mom. And I just tell her what to do. <laughs> I'm just like, stand there, do this. But I do work with a lot of photographers, yes, uh, for the pandemic. Uh, and you meet them via going to con, like I have, and then I become really good friends with them. And then we just shoot, and I've shot uh, in Europe as well. And then that expands your um, going to like Dokumi, Germany, Paris, and Japan Expo. And you just open your circle and be able to shoot with so many more people. And I think it's a different experience because they, um, they know what they're doing. They're not my mom. So <laughs> they know what they're doing and everything is just sharp and beautiful. And they always have a vision and I love sharing my vision with them. And then you get the edits back and you're like, oh my. Oh, yeah, thank you for making me look like I never looked before. So yeah, that's definitely something that was missing in the pandemic. I didn't do any of them, uh, but I know they're starting up again. So it'd be nice to to get out and do some shoots. Absolutely. Uh, shout out to Mumsy though. <laughs> oh yeah, Mama Fun. Thank you. <laughs> Nigel's just posted in chat. Fame, family labor is the best labor. It's the best labor. She pays me with food, so it's fine. <laughs> I have the same similar. I taught my husband how to take pictures. Yeah, yeah. I do photography work. So I was like, "All right, since I'm a photographer, I'm gonna teach you how to do this so you can take my pictures because I can't take my own pictures, and you're here." Mm. So <laughs> definitely a struggle. The constant adjusting of the tripod, and then you're like, "Oh, I moved the camera. Now I need to move oh, all so of the lighting." <laughs> And, so you're there, and then you're like oh no and my costume is out of the way you're like I just want to be yeah. able to concentrate on me and I my costume and my top you press the timer and you're like okay three two one yeah oh no I didn't get that fast enough I didn't get that fast and then it's like a blur and you're like I yeah. can't do this <laughs> and you're like drop drop the clicker like or it's in the shot and you're like <laughs> uh, see I I like I haven't done the self-shooting setup thing yet. I'm going to, like, start doing that this summer. Mm -hmm. But, like, I mostly just use my my phone for pictures right now because, like, I, like they're quality enough, I think. But, like, yeah. it's still, like, I still tell my, like, my girlfriend, like, hey, do this. Here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like this. And then I look at it and I'm like, no, like this. Right okay, here. So, <laughs> so, Yeah. Does anyone get frustrated when they're asking like friends or family to uh, take photos? Oh. <laughs> All the time. I I try to have a little patience. I mean, like it's not like a huge problem, I guess. Like, cause my my girlfriend's like a cosplayer too, so like they they understand. But I like, it. it's like I'm short. You have to make me look tall for this. <laughs> I feel like personally, I'm blessed enough to say I don't really get frustrated at my husband at all just because he's a very good listener and he will take in criticism and listen. And then I think as a side note, the cutest thing ever is like he's gotten to the point where he'll take my pictures and then he'll go, this one looks really good. And he'll be like, look at it. And I'm like, that, yeah, that's amazing. And he's like, I did a good Aww. job. <laughs> So he gets so excited about doing photography now, and I'm like so blessed that he's just happy to do it, and he yeah, has no problem with so it. Nice. You know, that is this is so sweet. Yeah, I love that for you. <laughs> so so happy for you. Um, Glitchy Pixie has just said, "You know, I know your good angles." 
Oh, that's, that's exactly. My uh, <laughs> yeah, no, she, no, she, she, she has my ankles all together. Like I'm just sometimes I'm a little picky, but that's just only you know. But like she, she really, she does. She, she took a lot of my pictures in the past few years. So we're also always more critical of ourselves, where we're like, I don't like the way that looked, and then yeah. our significant <laughs> others are like, but it looks fine. I think you look amazing, and you're right. like, no, yeah. do it again. <laughs> My tongue yeah. is just slightly off, or like I just need my head needs to be like two centimeters to the left. Right. <laughs> like I didn't push out my I didn't push out my chin enough. You had to retake it. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't straight enough. Like, yeah, definitely. I totally get that. Um, and then we have some sort of like miscellaneous questions. Uh, we'll start with Kalika for this one. What is your favorite anime, and have you cosplayed a character from it yet? Favorite anime questions are so hard. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, These are from Nigel. I'm just going to point this out. <laughs> I didn't write them. Pick your favorite child. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I guess top tier favorite because I tend to do it by season. Like, what anime is out? So I guess like I could say two, which I haven't done a cosplay from either of them technically my first like top favorite anime of all time is shaman king and it's old school and i haven't done a cosplay from it yet because when i first got into it i had that i don't know who's gonna fit me and i'm nervous about cosplaying from it kind of thing but i'm currently planning uh the character Rentao. uh i have jacket and i'm about to style the wig and everything like that and then the other current favorite is um sleepy princess uh Kidnapped in the Demon Castle. Uh, that's probably not the, the correct title, but it's Sleepy Princess. And the main character, I think her name is Sia, because they just call her Sleepy Princess half the time. I'm planning on cosplaying her, but I haven't done either of them. But that's a really funny, like, casual anime. But it's it's so cute. And that's one of my top favorites right now, other than, like, Skatefinity, which I've already cosplayed Cherry from. <laughs> oh, yeah. Does anyone else want to answer that question? Go for it. That's a hard one. <laughs> Um, I like, you know, I'm not much of an anime watcher, unfortunately. Uh, I kind of like lost track of that. Like, but like, if somebody suggests me something, I will watch it. I've been interested in that skate anime. Was that like, was the question like what your favorite anime was? Or? Yeah. I mean, you can change it to show or game or like insert <laughs> thing here. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Understood. Yeah, that makes things interesting. Um, <laughs> um, so my favorite thing right now, well, Castlevania. Um, I love that animated series. It's like it could be anime if you want to consider it anime. It doesn't come from Cows. Japan, but like, yeah, <laughs> but it's still yeah, yeah. I and right now the other thing I'm into right now is Critical Role, which is a D and D podcast. I like listen to a bunch of D and D podcasts, but this is like. Critical Role has, like, a lot more, like, I guess, like, a more of a fan base that I can kind of, like, commune with from time to time. So that's, like, what I'm into right now. That's great. I mean, anime is a hard one. Um, I haven't been in touch with it as much as I should be now. But I do love, like, Akamega Kill, Attack on Titan, Black Butler. Um, I'm just like, give me more hot <laughs> anime waifus. <laughs> 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 I want to do them all. 
I, but I, I'm really into a series. It's it's not anime, but it's called Alice in Borderland, and it's on Netflix, and it's so good. Um, so I'd love to do some little cos tests from that. And I mean, like, there's just so much out right now, and there's so many more amazing stuff that's coming. Um, so it's it's hype all round. Mm, love it. Yeah, Alice in Borderland's on my watch list. Oh. So so good need to get around to it but you know like you said there's so much there's so much <laughs> there's so much um Katya, you have done some cosplays cosplays uh, from video games what's your favorite game and have you done cosplay from i'm gonna be a bit biased league of legends <laughs> <laughs> i play it every day of course i mean i only have time for the aram so i just kind of do that but i think i've done about four cosplays from it already but i want to do the big uh, big ones so i'm trying to get some of those like i have samira on my list and a couple of other ones that i'd love to get started because there are so many and i had i think they again a bit biased have some of the most amazing character designs um i've ever seen and it's just especially the splash arts it's just absolutely mm. gorgeous and i want to do more led and big other projects um or maybe some winged characters which would be really awesome i'm a huge Ooh. fan of assassin's creed as well um oh, so that one yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. well about and creed everybody loves it and i know <laughs> the the new resident evil game came out which everyone loves uh-huh. with more oh yes more lady loving for that yes Lady Dunamitresk. Yeah. Who's <laughs> <laughs> just taken over the internet, really. Yeah, she's, um, she's wonderful. Yeah. The overdone cosplay, yeah. It's incredible. I never get bored of seeing I'm like, oh, there she is again. I'm just there enjoying everyone's hype because I don't I don't understand it. I'm just like, oh, I'm so happy that everyone else is so excited <laughs> about this character. <laughs> like, funny thing about Lady D is I cosplayed her as a joke. Because my best friend was like, so like everybody's really obsessed with this vampire lady. You better jump on the train. And I was like, I mean, she is pretty. So maybe. And then I got into it and I was like, oh. No, oh, okay. Okay. Power. Power woman. Yeah. Those powerful moms are still in my forte of things that cosplay. Love that. And like you were saying, uh, with League, and like I like Assassin's Creed too, and with League, like Samira's my yes. wife, and then oh. they, I want to cosplay Senna too. So like, there's yes, and her new so skin many. came out for yes. Um, oh, she's beautiful. She it's is Project Senna. I'm trying to get Project my husband Senna. to cosplay Lucian. Oh, so yeah. can do a couple oh. cosplay. So, That's cute. Yeah. That is cute. Thresh involved. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to cosplay Thresh, so he's like, just pick one. <laughs> I'm Viego now. Oh god. <laughs> too many so obviously we're all very much looking forward to uh when like being able to go back to conventions when you're either like comfortable or they open up so when you are allowed to travel for conventions and you're comfortable to do so which u.s conventions should we check like we at my mother would like we're all down for this what should we check out what should we come over to the u.s for my favorite one currently is like Anime Los Angeles, ALA, and then uh, Anime Bonsai, which is in Utah. Uh, those are some of my top favorite ones to go to. Vegas's cons have changed constantly, so I don't really have a top here. I just mm-hmm. kind of go because I'm like, I need the camaraderie and friends, but <laughs> not it's not con. really the cons. <laughs> yeah, the friends. Yeah. yeah. So I think for 
uh, since I'm on the East Coast, I'll just kind of stick to the East Coast. I'll have to recommend um, if for Black nerds, Blurred Con is a good convention. It is. I feel very much like less ostracized there because it's like kind of centers like um, people of color, especially Black people. But like, you know, it's like a very welcoming environment it's it's the whole point of the convention was to kind of highlight the marginalized cosplayers in the community it's just a big party it's it's a nice and it's like if you want to party come to BlurCon. other than that i think i think that otakon is the biggest east coast convention um besides hall mat which is holiday matsuri it's in Florida. It's like a, it's a Christmas con, basically. And since okay. it's in Florida, it's like not terribly cold. So I I haven't been there myself. Maybe I'll go one day. Uh, and I think I'm only repeating what other people like have, have told me only because like I haven't been to like every single convention out here. But um, one of my favorite conventions to go to is also MAGFest, which is music and gaming. If you're a gamer. And if you like music, go to MAGFest. It's very, it's very cool. They let you have pronouns, put your pronouns on the badge. And I think the last thing I'll recommend is Dragon Con. Yes. Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Dragon I Con about Dragon is, Con. I plan to go there, not this year, but like, like as, as soon as convenient. So it's just a big, like any fandom convention. And then like, there's also like a parade that goes through the city where you just wear your fandom stuff it's like it's like mm-hmm. game of thrones fans star wars fans um yeah. you know it's really cool i would like to visit someday and i think it's really cool no i've I've heard a lot so but i definitely magfest was the music and gaming one mm-hmm. i need to go <laughs> yes <Yeah>. absolutely <laughs> sounds great <laughs> Katya, which UK conventions would you recommend to uh Amihan and Kalika? Oh, so definitely MCM London, which happens in May and October. I'm not even sure if they're going ahead this year, but I don't think many people will attend. I don't think they should because October is like around the corner. But those are our biggest ones. And they're just, again, like a merge of everything, like anime, gaming, all of them. And it's where like all your friends are, basically. It's just like where everyone is. Yeah. Um, which is, <laughs> is basically the one. But then if you want a more like quieter one that is mainly anime focused, um Hyper Japan, which is awesome, has a lot of free food. So we just go back and forth at <laughs> the booths. Mm. Um and it's mainly like anime themed and it's just so lovely because it's in the summer and it's gorgeous. Mm. That is a really gorgeous con. So um mm. yeah, those ones are fun. So apparently MCM are look looking like they're gonna try for October. I know they said depending on like how things are here in the UK. So we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Hyper Japan, the the food, the food, like literally. You just go around, you go around the food bit and you're like, yes. Well, I you think... had me at free food at a con. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, F's, mm, over here is all overpriced hotel food. <laughs> you're going to have to bring a snack with you. <laughs> especially. In like Cali and Vegas, they do food truck stuff, but it's like really overpriced because it's like convention capital and like they know people have to eat. So they'll be like, well, I mean, $10 for a half a sandwich. You better eat today. So, and you're like, 
no, the, the free food samples at Hyper Japan are like great. I love it. Let me check in with chat. Q to me asked, I wonder when those My Matter hats are back in stock. They like the red beanies. They are pretty cool, to be fair. <laughs> I like beanies. Sorry, I was like beanies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've recently just got into beanies on that note. Uh, before I was like, how do I wear beanies with my hair? And then mm-hmm. now I've like sort of figured out yeah. the best way. So um, yeah, they look, they look so cute on like everyone. <laughs> we have a question in chat. For those who do competitions, what has been your favorite performance you've done? And this is from Scribble Latte. I think that's how you pronounce the name. <laughs> It's my husband. <laughs> Hi, um, Scribble Latte. You're amazing. Uh, I mean, he knows I do competitions. Um, my my favorite contest so far is the most recent where I did Xehanort from Kingdom Hearts. And I did an entire... So, you know, the old school commercials that talk about the music where they're like, hey, we have such hits as yada, yada, yada kind of thing. And I re-parodied a bunch of old 90 songs to Xehanort and Kingdom Heart themed like darkness and hearts and stuff. And I did a whole performance on stage with each song and then like had on like LED shades and danced around and it was so dumb, but it, and then at the end, I gave uh, CDs to each judge of full tracks of the parody songs. Wow! And it was the most like dumbest but funnest thing I've done for competition. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That sounds sounds like a lot of fun. I love that. That's awesome. That's so cool. Uh, does anyone else have like an answer for that question? Yeah, actually, I have a. F- I've done like. A few performances, like large, t- largely, I I really like the musical kind of part of it. Um, so there's a skit that I did um at a convention called NecoCon in 2014, 2015, uh-huh. one of those years. It's it's up there somewhere, but I I did an Avatar: The Last Airbender skit. Um, I basically I was part of the university cosplay club and my friend uh hannah was like hey uh you guys want to get into the competition we can get free tickets doing this basically and i was like okay sure why not and then we were all planning to cosplay the avatar characters like um zuko azula tylee and may and i was like all right guys think about it like I just can't wait to be king, but, like, with Azula and Zuko. And, like, they're, like, yes. kind of, like, singing. So I, like, rewrote the song, and with... I cosplayed it with, like, other members of the club. And we had the Cabbage Man, who was, like, kind of locally known for being the Cabbage Man. We had the Cabbage Man come and join our skit. And it was, like, a... It was a really fun little musical thing. We all mixed together and we actually won best in show and i was so happy yeah yeah i love musical skits i feel like there's like a link on youtube somewhere i could probably drop if anybody's interested i would love to see this i mean i just can't wait to be king it's one of my top favorite like disney songs so i'd love to hear that that um 
your your skit version of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll 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 figure out a way to drop that in the chat somewhere. I guess that'll be awesome. Yeah. We also have another question from Pastel Scality. What would be everyone's ultimate dream cosplay slash cosplay group? Those are both so different. I need to think on that when somebody else go. <laughs> you go fast, you go fast. <laughs> I can actually kind of answer that. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Because like cosplay group is much different because that would depend on how many people I have. But uh, like my dream cosplay has been in the works for like a year or two because I don't have the body confidence for it yet uh and I'm like trying to get there mentally because I want to do Shantae from Shantae and she's been one of my favorite video game characters recently but it's like it's one of those she's a belly dancer so it's getting into that mindset that makes me go I can do this it's fine it's not that big of a deal you know all bodies are beautiful but I'm like "Mm," you know (laughs) And as for group cosplay, uh, skit-wise, I've always wanted to do a Victorian uh, Queen Boo with my husband doing a Victorian style of Luigi and do like a whole like ballroom dancing kind of thing, you know, so. I love that so much. That sounds so cool. (laughs) That's also been in the works for a while, but that's another like like sewing skill confidence (laughs) and studying, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Con- confidence can like seriously get in, like slow your progress for a cosplayer, right? Even if you know you're like you're good, but yeah, you're mentally you're still like, but am I? There's that <laughs> point there, but it's yeah. Like, yeah, totally. Statements. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else ready to answer? I'm okay. So my my dream like cosplay right now, I guess. I still want to uh, remake my Amalthea from The Last Unicorn. Um, I I posted that on the social media. I was wearing a dress I'd ordered online, but I, I was planning to alter it anyway um, to look more movie accurate. So mm-hmm. that would be my dream cosplay, my dream group cosplay. I have multiples of these. Number one, <laughs> I would like to do um, a full dragon age group someday any like it doesn't have to be like from one specific game i just like cosplaying from dragon age with other people the next thing i think i would love is to uh, i guess this goes into my dream solo cosplay but i'd love to like cosplay my D party to to a ren fair <laughs> and i guess to a convention too but mostly to a ren fair that's something i want to do that's cool. That sounds like a that lot of so fun. Cool. <laughs> yeah, we don't really have those here in the UK, yeah. which is really depressing. No. I'm like, can we? Can you believe that? I, I'm we perfect perfect have, have like castles so everywhere. <laughs> we have all the castles. Just do a medieval fair. It's just so it blows my mind. Like I have to go abroad to go to these kind of oh fairs. Gosh. I know. That's weird. Can you believe that? It's so depressing. Oh. <laughs> we need to start a campaign. <laughs> I'm home now. I want to wear my pirate shirts. Come on. <laughs> I, well, I have this mentality in terms of dream cosplay that nothing, like, not achievable. Like, nothing's, I don't have dream cosplay because I go and I achieve every cosplay I set out to do. So it's in that way, it's like, oh, yeah, you can do it. That's like my, my mind, like, pushing me through, like, nothing is unachievable. 
But I think I would just go all out and be like some massive mecha build would be just sick. This massive, I don't know, like a diva kind of thing or just something massive. (laughs) Like I'm just going (laughs) to make armor. That would be really cool. Or I mean, my ultimate, ultimate, this is Jack Sparrow. He is everything to me and I just want to do it so accurately that like completely cross play it just go all out and yeah that would be <laughs> we want to see it goals. we want to see yeah, it yeah. when when's yeah. that one coming out <laughs> yeah uh, 2000 and uh, uh 63 <laughs> that'd be very cool i mean there's so many group cosplays imagine having like a whole attack on titan squad like all in your mm-hmm. 3d maneuver gear just rocking it up that'd yeah. be so sick as well yeah. there's so that many really stuff cool. you could do yeah would be cool there, I approve of everyone's yeah. dream cosplays, <laughs> and I'm just going to be looking out for you doing them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we take one more question from chat, and we have Ashwee's cosplay. What's your favorite part of cosplay, um, as far as like crafting or makeup or wig styling, etc.? I think my favorite part is. The makeup. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. I I would put wig styling at like a very close second. Um, if only that it is kind of like messy sometimes to style a wig. But with makeup, I'm like having a blast usually. I feel like that's an artist thing because like yeah. as an artist, I also <laughs> really enjoy doing the makeup side the most. Like I used to really, really like doing the builds, but I feel like since I've chilled out a little bit over pandemic, it's been so much more control over doing the makeup than it is getting the right materials to sew or build armor and things like that. So the makeup has become the comfort part of cosplay because yeah. just sitting in front of a mirror and doing whatever I feel like doing on my face, you know? Your yeah, face that's the canvas. The real, yeah, it's the most transformative. I feel like you put your contacts in, you do your makeup, you're someone else. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. You're just completely someone else. And it just takes it to the next level. Yeah, I do like that. I'd say my favorite part of cosplay is finishing it. Is completing. <laughs> is finishing. <laughs> nothing oh, more satisfying. So... Just being like, it's done. <laughs> All these months are done. And now you can sleep. And now <laughs> you can sleep. Yeah, and release it into the world. There it is. This that, thing. Like screenshot from spongebob where like squidward's like kissing the paper and he looks like yeah he looks so yeah (laughs) so memorable um but i do like painting of it's it's um painting armor it just brings it to life it really does i love that oh great great questions uh great answers to the question Uh, so Ash Wee's cosplay did also say you both inspire me to improve my makeup which is so sweet oh thank you Ash Wee's I appreciate <laughs> thank you like um so yeah thank you everyone for joining us today thank you for all the questions in chat if you do want to continue this the discussion you can do so by joining us in discord and uh, the link to that will be in chat and yeah we hope you've really enjoyed this discussion um hope you've gained some insight and some inspiration and some maybe some lessons tips and tricks that you've taken away from it uh please follow us on our social media uh we are on twitter at maya Mada and on instagram as maya Mada tees 
Um, and you can follow us here on Twitch for more Mayamada live streams in the uh, com- coming over the year. <laughs> and for uh, we do have coming up this month the Studio 77 Games Night, where if you are a Studio 77 member, you can play games um, with me and some of the other members of the Mayamada team. And we'll be playing Fortnite. Um, that's going to be on Thursday to 27th of May um, at 7pm BST, 2pm EDT and 11am PDT. Even if you're not a Studio 77 member, you can come along and you can watch us uh, normally make fools of ourselves because <laughs> uh, we like to play games that either me, Nigel or Gina have never played or like one of us has not played so in this case nigel's never played fortnite so it should be very interesting (laughs) disastrous we also have the summer gamepad online event coming up the event will be on saturday the 10th it'll be live streamed here on twitch and we have friendly fire competition industry interviews and giveaways tickets are free and available now um we also do do a raffle for ticket holders so it's worth picking up a free ticket so you can also check out the story x story podcast hosted by myself and my mother co-founder co-founder nigel and you can listen to the podcast episodes that cover deep dives into stories across pop culture creator interviews and video games discussions and it's just a final reminder that you can contact us directly at our email address which is gamepad at mymatter.com and our website with links uh, to the discord and the next gamepad events we also have the links in chat but yeah thank you so much everyone for joining me today hope you all enjoyed that and had fun and um yeah, yeah thank you so much everyone thank for you. watching thank you for having us thank you so much for joining us and uh, yeah have a wonderful day, whatever it is where you are, and we'll catch you <laughs> it's soon. It's gotten so dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh my gosh. <laughs>